There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yayo, yayo, folks, welcome to the latest and the greatest from the Yonko table. That is the voice of Grandmaster Hoop here at the Helms today. And I'm here to navigate us through the real world and the upside down because today we are tackling stranger things four four not season four four because stranger things does a beautiful thing that makes you makes every season feel like its own entry in a movie franchise so this is stranger things four part one coming at you netflix's great series Started back in 2016. We're here for the fourth entry. And I'm not alone with me, as always, is Dr. Jace Attorney. Dr. Jace Attorney, I remember every time I would ask you if you had watched Dr. Strange, what would you say every time Dr. I asked Strange? you? Dr. Strange? You don't remember? I would be like, have you seen Dr. Strange? And what would you say? I have seen Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! <laughs> stupid, stupid. Boy, a little side joke, a little comedy to, uh, before we deep dive this series. Um, but we are not alone either in this journey. Uh, we have some, uh, we have the Hellfire Club here to talk, to nerd out about Stranger Things. Let's hear which supernovas are joining the Hellfire Club tonight. Hello, hi, how are you? It's Apex, here to spill the tea. Get ready to spread that butter with Toasty. Captain Falcon, they're forcing me to do this. Hi, I'm Dr. Rika from the Yonko Table, and you're not watching Disney Channel. All right. Well, look, folks, uh, we're here. We're a little behind. We're not too behind. There was a lot to watch this season. Um, but we're here to talk about Stranger Things 4. Uh and, you know, we're just really going to jump right into it. But, I mean, I guess the only thing really to discuss before getting into this was, you know, Stranger Things 3 came out in 2019. This was a three-year gap. That's quite the gap. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't clamoring for Stranger Things 4, but it got to a point where I was like, man, where is it? And, of course, you know, this is all due to COVID, pushing back production, but then at the same time, we got the pleasure of they really fleshed out these episodes and the story. And we've had the longest episodes in the series thus far. But, um, you know, we have a we have a full house tonight. Why are y'all here? I mean, I'm an avid Stranger Things fan, and that is namely because I just love the 80s vibe that Stranger Things offers. And I feel with each season, they're kind of either paying homage or to a specific film or a movie or a genre in general that I just, I really love. And I think the cast is really great too. But why are y'all here real quick? If you just want to say, what's your big draw into Stranger Things? I guess I can go first. The gore. Yeah, I like to see the blood. It's simple as that. 
Um, that's one thing I feel like a lot of shows miss when there's something dangerous, they try to baby it. This show shows that there's a lot of danger. People actually suffer that the characters, any of the characters at any point can, you know, go away. So there's always tension, which is why I think the show is good. Every minute of it is tension because you don't know which character is going to go out next. I think that's a fair point. Uh, mm. Do some of them have plot armor? Maybe. Yeah, and do 100%. we see? Okay. Right. But do we see some of our favorite new characters uh, have an untimely death or some characters we barely get to know? Yes. And I think, that yeah, I like the like, tension. Yeah, they introduce new characters and boom, these characters disappear. That caught me by surprise. And the way they went out, like, I don't think anybody can say they were not surprised or honestly, I was impressed by the quality of it. It was really movie quality um, in terms of like animation and everything for them. So good job to Netflix. Yeah, th this really does feel like their flagship. Uh, you know, with th this is in the wake of... Um, Netflix kind of dialing back a bit on all their other properties like animation, some of their other live action shows. And you can see the budget where a lot of the budget goes to. I feel like a lot of it goes to Stranger Things because um, it looks really good. Like, you know, the production, the CGI, very convincing movie quality. Uh, you know, maybe Disney can take a couple pointers. I mean, they do. I, but Stranger Things, I think this season record high, it was like a hundred mil per episode. Oh yeah, I'm not right. They they put money into this season, and I think it. I think it shows. I think this is the most like uh, CGI heavy, and a lot of it's practical effects too, which is also just as crazy. Um, but yeah, flagship, throw the money their way, and boom, we get we got this. So yeah. I think it was um, 30 mil per episode. Okay. I I I shot too far. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Right, right, right. Thirty mil, yeah, thirty mil still times uh there's um this first seven. Oh, that's nothing to do. 30 million on a weekend. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, what, 210 mil for the first volume plus another 60. So 207, goodness gracious. But I think, I think I would say um, this season um, it gave. I don't think anybody was at, disappointed at all. Uh, of course, we're going to get into what makes sets this season apart. Um, but I would like to say overall, are we all like thumbs up on Stranger Things 4? Yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was good. Um, it's funny, like you said, you asked earlier, you know, why are we here? Like, are we stands? I'll be honest, it, with Stranger Things, I feel like I'm watching it out of obligation at this point. <laughs> Not in the sense that any of the seasons were bad, but, you know, every season I feel like can end where it leaves off. And I'm kind of fine with it just staying there. Like, like with season two, after season two, I was like, you know what? It could end here. I'll be fine with it. But then they say, no, we're going to do a season three. And then they do a season three. And I'm like, okay, I have to watch it. Cause you know, now they're, it's them adjusting to a normal life with L and going to school and everything. I watch season three, it ends. And I'm like, okay, we can end here. <laughs> I don't need another one. <laughs> now season four. And it's that spiraling effect. Like, I don't know how season four is going to end, but knowing 
the next season is the final one. I'm like, okay, I have to watch all of it because I'm invested at this point. But I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the last season. I enjoyed this one too. I think the first one's the best. Um, but yeah, that's where I stand. That's where I stand with Stranger <laughs> Things. That's just I me kinda, I kind of felt the same way. So I'm a new fan to Stranger Things. I started watching. I think um, either end of April or top of May. We sped through oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was like, Sounds. you need to watch. He's like, you need to watch the whole thing before the new season comes. And um, I was surprisingly very invested in it. But I did have the same feelings of, well, you know, I, I think it could end here. But now there's this new season with some new creature that's after them. And, you know, so um, I think it would be cool. And I mentioned this to Grandmaster the other day that if they were are able to tie all of them together, and somehow connect the whole story that would be cool but it i, I think it's been you know kind of repetitive creature after l gotta defeat the creature dead now new creature <laughs> so that's where i stand but i still enjoyed it it was a very good season i personally think this season's the best oh yeah season. i I, 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 agree. I agree i agree better than one yeah yeah wow <laughs> That's interesting. This one had me on the edge of my seat. I was crying. Mm -mm. Yeah, there were some <laughs> tears. Apex, you're new too. I didn't know you started this year as well. Um, did I start this year? Um, no, that's uh, a lie. Did I start? No, I watched season one. I watched season one in Christmas of last year. So it wasn't too far. And then um, the reason why I watched it is because my brothers are 12 and 13 years old. Um, and they're like, you haven't watched Stranger Things? They're like, you have to watch Stranger Things. Stranger Things is amazing. And I was like, I tried watching it one time. I fell asleep in the first episode. Probably because I was just tired. And I was like, I'm never going to do it again. And I watched it with them. And then I was like, oh, it's actually pretty good. Of course, they like it because they're kids. And they're all like, Chris, and you're like, fuck shit. So they're like going crazy over that. Um, and then I watched it again because Stranger Things 4 was coming. And I was like, all right, let me catch up and watch season two and three and volume one of four and i thought it was fire um and usually i as y'all know i'm a binger so i would binge the hell out of that i definitely watched season three the fastest i think i watched season three in like two days so i was like wow. really really cutting it in um for that but um i think out of all four seasons well season four is not over yet it's right. not um, so it's not. You can withhold. You can just withhold. with volume one of season four. I would say it's fire. I think it's great. Um, I think that it's the best season thus far. I kind of am upset that if there's only two episodes for this next volume, I'm gonna be like, what the hell? Why didn't you just give us the other two and just call it a day? <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. This is just it's just killing me. Like, this is so good. I will say the best song is in season three with the Turn around. Oh, good. <laughs> the never fire. ending story. <laughs> dumb fire. But season four, I like season four a lot. Um, Nancy just chibi slaying me um this season. She definitely got plot armor though. This bitch should have been dead many times over the play. Um, for sure. Steve Harrington looking fine as fuck this season, though. You oh. know, I was like, oh, 
you can totally have this steal it from Jonathan's um high ass getting it together no no shame to the weed because you know i love me some of that but um <laughs> what you call it um steve harrington was getting his thing um and i'm sure we're gonna get into some other stuff but i got some like you know some little outlandish shit to say but season four yeah season four was good season four was definitely money for sure uh especially those last two episodes i was like whoa <laughs> like budget you'd be spending in one episode for a whole netflix season on some other shit like for sure so um they put it they got, i think they got the money's worth with this yeah but yeah i loved it i loved it <laughs> yeah i i don't know if i call myself a stand similar to grandmaster who i really like the nostalgia of it um i don't know if i would say it's like my favorite show but i will tune in and so i did i watched it in a day because i was on the time crunch so i only had a day and that's it <laughs> so so, um, and I agree. I really liked the season. I know we'll get into it, but this may be my favorite like villain that we've had. I think there's an element of the monsters are cool and similar to what Cap Falcon had already shared. Like it starts to become repetitive. If you just have like the typical monster after L. This felt a little different. It had some substance and had something to sink your teeth into. It had a little twist that I didn't see coming. Uh, there's a, a human element to who this particular villain is that it didn't just feel kind of like a like this monster that doesn't really have a connection to kind of the full story i think we're now finding out what some of the connections are and that's intriguing um so i really enjoyed the season as well i think it's the best since one i think one is special just because it's the first one i think we've, we've maybe talked on other pods of the, the first of anything being kind of special and that it introduces you to to something new uh, to, to hold on to. But this felt the most intriguing in terms of, you know, where we're going with this villain and the connection to Elle and learning more about the Upside Down and who's kind of inhabiting it. Uh, so I'm just game. And I think uh, what everybody is saying is actually really adding on to what really works about this show. Yes, season one introduces kind of how the show's gonna work. And then by season four, we can do all these different things with the show. And also we can, you know, improve upon, you know, instead of doing the monster of the season. Why, why can, let's tie these monsters into everything that's been going on. And I think that's what they allude to a little bit, maybe, but we'll get more confirmation come volume two, as far as how deep does our new villain or how integral was he in you know season one two and three so that'll be really cool to see pan out but yes uh it's their biggest season they called it the game of thrones seasons season and i see why yeah. mainly because yeah most multiple storylines you know uh going on simultaneously of course they all tie back into what's going on in hawkins uh and so how i want to you know go about this i feel you know we talk about I mentioned, you know, the 80s movies like genre. I feel there's four significant stories going on here and they all kind of represent a different genre of 80s film. So let's get into it. Let's let's open with I, I'll call this uh, segment and we again talk about as much as we want. Uh, Vecna and the horror of Hawkins. I feel that's the main story going on. I mean, that's moving. That's most of the moving pieces. Vecna uh, and the horror of Hawkins. Horror of Hawkins, you know Vecna. Vecna's here and oh, horror, horror, 
I thought you said whore. Oh no, stop. <laughs> I'm for the same wow. thing. <laughs> well, stop. Vecna and the whore of Hawkins? Who's the whore of Hawkins? <laughs> huh. the, well, horror, sorry. Horror. I, I found this uh, story, I think, to be the most uh, gripping. As far as all the, all the stories go, this is the one I was most invested in. Uh, I think, and immediately, I was like, oh, it's uh, this is their Nightmare on Elm Street. It's Nightmare on Elm Street. That is the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. And then, you know, funny enough, uh, did y'all know about um? Look, look at Dr. Rika. Thank you. Thank Shrek? you. Yeah. No, no, not Shrek. Um, oh, Victor Creel. He's played by Robert England. Yeah, he's the original oh. Freddy Krueger in the films. That is really That's cool. So- I did not know that. Yes, yes. I mean, that was the vibe I was getting the whole time, like, uh, without even realizing, because I don't think I've, I don't know which ones I've seen before of Nightmare on Elm Street. I think I saw the first one. But I mean, like, most people know the general synopsis of Nightmare on Elm Street. And even watching this season, I was getting those vibes. Um, It felt like Freddy Krueger seeing Victor Creel. And I was like, yeah, this guy seems really familiar. So, wow, that's, that's great that they got him. To, to play that role. Oh, super cool. I, the moment he started talking, we were watching, I was like, I think I know that voice. I think that's Robert England. And then I think I, I looked it up. I definitely looked it up. I didn't wait for the credits to roll. I was like, I want to know who that is. Um, but also, I don't know. I, I, you know, Captain Falcon mentioned crying. We were crying, like sh- begging the TV for Max to run a little faster, you know? Uh, I thought she was going to die. I thought Max was gone for her. I thought she was done. Uh, oh, I was a mess when they started showing the scenes. The and flashbacks. And oh, my gosh. Oh, and then, like, yeah, look, Lucas is like, I'm here. Right. Talk to me. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I did not believe that she was going to die. I was getting a little bit emotional with all these old school scenes that were happening and the other stuff too. But then I said, I was like, if they kill her off, how else are they going to be connected to Vecna? Like, how else were they going to find out more about how to kill this thing if it kills the best friend? So the only way, other way I could think of if they killed him, she had a super huge revenge story. But um, I was saying... When I watch it, it's like, this is why it's important to know your your friend's favorite song because you never know when Vector's going to come and bite you in the butt. So I'm Actually, glad that they knew put that. Put on Lucas uh, for knowing. Running whatever face. song. <laughs> but yeah. Running up that hill. Dustin, Dustin is hilarious. Dustin just runs up with the Walkman and he's just like, what's her favorite song? He's like, why? He's like, just tell me what her favorite song is right now. And I'm like, please explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> what is this gonna do? Just say something. Oh, there's no time for words. And again, see, that's why I felt this this part of the season felt the most gripping. They were they were the ones I think in most danger, uh, or at least you know they had a, the duty of protecting Max. But um, like for uh, I, I I just I felt yeah like on the edge of your seat. Um, shout out to Nancy and Robin. They really stepped up too uh, during this whole thing. Getting the info on victor creel uh i really like their pairing and that's that's a game of thrones type of thing again we see these different pairings because they never this, they never met each other right in season three 
No, they never did. I mean, they met, but um, you know, but not interacted like 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 the way they were doing this season. It, it, it was very yeah. It was okay. no time to, hey, uh, just for the record, Steve and I are completely platonic. Don't worry, you know. Okay. And she's right, right. Uh, that was one of my favorite pairings this season. I really enjoyed that whole. What was she saying? Uh, oh, that boy who wants to come visit, he gets a visit while girls, we've been waiting in the queue for X amount of time. I like Robin. She's funny. I like Robin. She is funny. I like her. You like her better than Nancy? I do. I like Robin a lot. You need Nancy. <laughs> Robin's though. good. You do need Nancy, but Robin just has, I don't know, more of a personality to me than Nancy. What's that face? Not coming for Nancy. <laughs> Listen, Nancy, I like Nancy Wheeler. I do like Nancy. She's Nancy Drew. She's Detective Nancy Drew, and she be she be she solid is. a lot of shit too, though for real. And I liked. Well, this is not, not this season, but season one or two, one of them. When that bitch can hold the gun, and she's like, I, "I'll shoot this bitch." I said, "I fuck with you, Nancy." <laughs> I mean, she mentioned it too. Uh, you know, she's like, "Oh, I got guns in my room. I got this gun and this gun. Let's go get it." when they were in the upside down. Right. Nancy, I, I feel Nancy out of everybody has really taken charge and just been kind of like the de facto leader of the group. And I love that for Nancy. I don't know. Sometimes and I forget that she's Will's sister. Like Mike's. I'm, I'm sorry, Mike's, Mike's, right, right. Well, I mean, you see, there you go. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot which sibling she was. They're hardly ever on screen. Like it, they're the ones interacting with each other. Uh, she's usually interacting with like, I don't know, uh, Jonathan or um, Robin in this. Robin and uh, the other one, Steve? Steve. 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 Yeah. So um, what what about some of the other characters? Like, how'd you guys like, because uh, we kind of talked on like Dustin and Max. Uh, were y'all here for the whole Jonathan and, um, oh, God, what's his name? I I'm Argyle. 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 Hawaiian pizza. Um, oh my god, Hawaiian pizza. He's he's First a great off, don't like Hawaiian pizza in real life. Oh but second off. Oh, uh, but <laughs> fuck. I really wish I could remember what the fuck he said on that phone to that guy. He was like, Oh, pizza, something about pineapple. Oh, he was whatever. like, Before you knock Hawaiian pizza, bro, <laughs> did you ever try it before? No? Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Right. Um, Shit was so dumb. And my gosh, um, the scene where they're shooting up that fucking house and he's like, drive, drive. Like, oh man, we can't do this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, bro, if you don't fucking drive right now, <laughs> like he's going to well, be see, dead. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. So, you know, that story felt for me, that was the stoner comedy. Cause you know, they're over here smoking a ton and they make, they, you know, mix in with L's story, but it was like that eighties kind of, spy thriller type of the moment they busted in that house i was like oh my god i was shocked yeah when he unloaded thought... that entire clip into that uh i guess it was a police officer uh no it was the CI. army it was the army no 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 no. the guy that got uh lit up oh oh no he works for um he works for the the scientist the scientist uh, okay, owen okay. right right um but i did not see that, that coming i was I thought they were about to be sitting on the sidelines the whole season. I was like, y'all gonna get them involved somehow. And oh my, yeah, they didn't. They not they rang the doorbell, to say the least. And then boom, 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 boom. But um, 
Yeah, they're they're the I feel they're the more comedy side of things this season. Uh, uh I would agree there is certainly more more comedy with the the California crew. Um and I was also maybe less invested in them. I think uh the group that we just talked about, like Hawkins is the center of everything, and that's who I was most intrigued by beyond like the last two episodes with L and kind of where that led, which I'm sure we'll have some conversation about. Uh, but I was definitely more invested in the Hawkins, sort of what was going on with L as we're we're moving forward with that, and not as invested with the the kind of the prison element uh, with Russia slash Alaska and the California crew. But I think, like you've already said, it kind of emulates Game of Thrones in that way because there were some people I really liked being with on Game of Thrones and others that I was just not as interested in. Um, but I think it allows for that variety that, okay, if you're not as invested in this storyline, at least you have this other one. So I really liked like the addition of Eddie, um, and what was going on and bringing him along. I thought he was very charismatic. Uh, I find Robin to be very charismatic. So I'm glad that she had a lot more to work with this season. Um, and I, I liked Argyle as well. I did think it was funny, but I was just not as interested in some, some of what was happening with the California folks, just because I did feel they were a little bit more separated as soon as Elle left. Um, and so then I kind of turned my attention and my interest towards some of the other characters. But I do like that there is that variety, at least, uh, that the season offered. I would like to say, I think uh, Eddie might be my new favorite, like the, uh, my favorite character introduced this season. Uh, I think Eddie knocked it out of the park. Um, you know, one aspect of this new season is, you know, they are now in high school. They're now older and they're all doing different things. And I like how we, you know, we even get to see what the California crew, how they're doing in high school. But you got Mike and Dustin still going to be nerds. And, you know, they're the outcasts <laughs> and they're taken up They're They're taken in by Eddie. And, you know, Eddie's got that whole, uh, oh, he's a stoner. He's a rocker. He's part of a cult just because they don't even know any better. But um, he's got he's got a heart, like when he was helping the first victim, uh, Chrissy. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be a nice little romance. I like to see this blossom. Not the case. <coughs> it wilted. <laughs> very, very quickly. Uh, oh my gosh, I actually like doing a Vecna. I, I, I go up to either Jaylene or Romeo here and I'll be like, I'm real. <laughs> but... <No. laughs> just, just with the fingers, like, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> just kidding, but, um, I really like Eddie's story. And it also, I feel that's another kind of horror kind of trope. The whole town goes crazy and starts trying to get that one person or that one group. And that's where we find Lucas. And I'm over here like, Lucas, come on, man. Like, please don't, I get it. Don't be one be of those kids. He wants to be popular. He's tired of being bullied. I felt for him when he said that. Well, I'll tell you this, the bullies of that high school, I, the bullies period this season. That high school and the other high school, they're some little fucking bitches. And um, the bullies specifically in Elle's high school, that bitch deserved to get clocked with that freaking 
Um, no, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Before we even get into that, they love. I love when L when L literally goes. What's her name? Angela. 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 Oh, don't do that. Don't do. That. No, that was nothing strange. happens. I'm I like, oh, girl. I literally was like, damn, that's me. But like internal. At first, I thought it was a dream, but now it happened. And I was like, shit. Um, but she deserved to get clocked by that freaking damn rollerblade skate. She she should have got hurt more. To be that honest, is so mean. No. Mean. Wait, oh, away. what Angela did oh, was mean. No, I'm talking about making fun of her when she did this bit oh. and her powers didn't work. I didn't. I felt terrible for Elle. Uh Or when they stepped on her diorama. Oh no. Dicks. No reason. <laughs> when she made a joke about her dad, I said, "Girl, I just want to jump to the screen and beat that girl." That was Poor bad you. too. That I'm was like she looks like she can't fight. She can't fight. No, she cannot fight. <laughs> but Didn't she, she get a concussion? Because that's what they wanted to take her ass in. <laughs> yeah, she got a she got a concussion, and it was a deserved concussion. There's like, goodness gracious. But I mean, I blame Joyce for all the shortcomings of Elle this season. You just say that because of her outfit. Yes, her outfit. First off, don't play. She's a little girl. She Joyce dress dressed L as Joyce you know, Jr. That's feminism. But you know what? Mothers in the 80s probably were really all of about up in her. And, um, well, I'm not saying L never had a mother. But, I mean, she kind of, like, you know? Because, like, her mom, she got taken away when she was, like, a young baby. Um, or whatever. So she never really had, like, that mother figure. So she doesn't know better. She just thinks it's cute. I'm just, I needed someone to tell Elle to stop <laughs> pretending to be friends with this girl, Angela, and writing to Mike saying, yeah, Angela's my friend. Someone did, Will. Yes, my boy, Will. <laughs> Ooh, are we getting into Will? Because that is definitely one we of can, them. We can we get can. into Will for such a character who starts off in the series as like, you know, kind of the- The princess the, in the castle? Yeah, a little right. bit. Right, yeah. let's rescue Will. Oh, Will still got something inside of him. Oh, Will can sense uh, the mind flare when he's near. Kind of took a back seat this season. Will, you're still here? That's what it is in season <laughs> because, four. <laughs> first off, Will, I would like to open the floor with Will you is a part of the LGBT community, <laughs> period. Okay, when that bitch touches heel and he said no, I said, Will is somewhere in our community. And I said, Wait, who? you know what, Will? You Wait, are what? fucking welcome. So in, in what class. What scene? In class. In the classroom. The, mm -hmm. Yeah, the black girl, the one of the popular girl touched him and he kind of squirmed. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, that's right. I, I mean, said, it could have just been like, who are you? Why are you touching me? Well, no, no but they go jealous. to the same class. They're he always is together. Jealous. So he knows who it is because the same girl hangs out with the girl that bullies L. So he knows who it is. I mean, yeah, no, yo, he, yeah, he does know who it is. So oh. that, right, no, like I, I agree that she, that he knows who it is. It's just like I don't know, maybe it was just unwelcomed. Like it was like, don't, don't do that. Why are you doing that? He's I, very I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do agree. I do agree that I, I think. I think Will is part of the the community. I I think I he will is. say though. I will. Say. I think they're being very delicate with the story. What I don't appreciate though, um, I know a lot of the actors were asked kind of about the season and this idea of like 
we'll let the audience make their own interpretations. I do think with a show that is really catered towards like, I'd say adolescents, teenagers, etc. It is okay just to say that folks are queer. Uh, and that is the story that they're depicting. So just want to throw that out there, that things don't have to be open for interpretation. You can just have representation. And I think we're seeing that happen. I think the, the dynamic between Will and Mike is really interesting, even kind of outside of the fact that it is my belief that Will is queer, is that there is that kind of understanding of like, people start to grow apart and people have like different priorities in their lives. and. So how relationship shift can just happen regardless of how folks identify. But if you do add in that extra layer of identity, it makes things kind of even more complicated and nuanced. But I will say, y'all could just say that folks are what they are. And I, I think that especially, you know, we're in June, we're in Pride Month, you know, allow folks some of that representation because we're certainly seeing the story unfold in that way. So y'all don't have to be ambiguous or indicate that people can make their own interpretations. Y'all could just be clear and straight up. So shout out to the community. Straight I'm up. I'm also part of Happy Pride. Mic drop. Yes, Will is, Will is definitely queer. Uh, do I want to say like Will is gay? Yeah, but I say I'm like biased because I'm gay. So like, um, I was like, could be that. Will can be um, gay. Will can be anything. Doesn't really matter. But I definitely know, but I had to say Will was straight. I don't know, this season clocked it out. And I honestly thought about it the whole series because I'm like, Will's the only one that never has a love interest, you know, ever. Like, there's not one time where he's like, when they're talking about girls, he's not like um, saying shit. He danced with a girl in season two. He did. Dance. You know he what? Did. You're right. I, I want to take did. that back. He does dance with a girl. He did not ask her to dance. She came up to him and danced with him. Mm -hmm. uh, but whatchamacallit, that was the only time that happened. And I said, well, okay, Will, that was interesting. Um, and random as fuck, but <laughs> what call it? Um, I love Will. I love Will so much. Um, I loved him even before this season, though. Um, except, well, I'll, except I will say in season three, I was really hoping he would get like a superpower with that fucking neck thing. He's like, I can sense him, but I'm like, bitch, start doing some shit with that. But my spidey uh, sense. Will is Will is really cool. Um, I will say Will and Jonathan's dynamic. Will say, um, what should we call it? That Will and Jonathan's dynamic this season. Um, there's a lot of things that are giving me that Will's been like really isolated this season. Like his mom's been going working like a shit ton with the sales job. The brother's not been focused at all with Will. Will hasn't been getting any calls with Mike. Well, I don't even know if Will and Elle are really like that close to friends. So like Will can just be really lonely and like feels like shit, you know, and he just moved to this whole new city and has no one to connect with. So that's a that's a that's a whole nother thing that I think adds to Will's character that I would hope, but not I'm pretty sure it's not gonna come on in this season. I would love for them to dive more into Will's character with that, but Will technically had like a whole season or two with him. So what were you you were going Actually, to say something about the jealousy Will's feeling too? Yeah, so jealousy that he has with Mike's time and Mike not really. And then you said that something super fans really know was that the day that they went. Oh yeah, to, did you see that? Yeah, to the skating rink was his birthday, right? Yes, it was March 22nd, which is Will's birthday. However, the creators, okay. yes. yes. Yeah. Again, and the creators admit they were wrong. The creators forgot it was Will's birthday. Oh, 
wow. Well, I freaking knew it. it. When y'all told me that, I said, watch you on a better But, but and it's, it's funny. It's funny because out of all the dates, out of all the dates you could have picked, you happened to pick the most significant one from season that, one or two whenever that they That guy got fired. That, that guy was in charge of doing the video camera scene. Why did <laughs> he pick got- this date? Why? You know fired. what? If Game of Thrones could put a coffee cup in a season, this was the coffee <laughs> cup of Stranger Things, bitch. Period. But but as 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 fans, knowing that though makes that scene hit even harder right. because here's Will third wheeling the whole time on his own birthday. <laughs> That's even more hilarious. Oh That's my even God. more. They could spin it like that. They could spin it like that. I, it if could I was spin the, it like that. If I was the Duffer Duffer brothers, I wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> I would have said that was intentional. Just go with it. Makes it worse. But there's also Will's. He did not show his project. We're waiting for him to show his project. You're talking I about think. the painting, right? Yes, yes, the painting. Yeah, he hasn't shown that to anybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's for Mike. You think it's for Mike? I think it's. For I think Mike. it is Mike. I think. I think it's a gay portrait. Well, I'm gonna be the villain of the story. That's what it is. What's gonna call it? Well, oh, you know well. what? I fucked up that birthday. You know what I fucked up birthday because yeah, you could have corrected the storyline with Mike. But what about um the mom? The mom goes out of town for her son's fucking birthday. Well, I guess Hopper is important, but still. No, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, here that's a that's a that's a good transition because uh I don't want to say the prison. I I like. I liked when they're in the prison. Uh, everything else was kind of played up for laughs. But um, what do y'all think about Hopper being alive? Um, because the whole thing was he jumped down and didn't get hit by the blast. Girl, you didn't check over the ledge to see if he was alive. <laughs> Girl, it wasn't, wasn't it that he was on the opposite side? He was, but then it stopped. There was a, like a split second probably like 30 seconds they could have gone and checked to see if he was down there oh okay the russians came in right after like she was crying and she went and he was like she thought she he she died she turned around and then the russians started rushing in so original groundbreaking um what's call it comment and then they run away so i said i get that what i Oh, you know what's funny? His name is Hopper, and he hopped off the thing. That's another one. All right. Wow. Hey, stretch. I'm on stretch. fire right now. Um, <laughs> call it. Um, there's fucking no way that he didn't die. Because in the very first time that that shit blew up, everyone in the room fucking got blasted, right? So you're going to tell me that the one that was closest to the machine didn't get it because everyone else who was in there who was watching from, like, far as hell got blasted that hopper survived see it would have been more believable had hopper like jumped into the upside down and then came back out of the upside down you know like he jumped in and then came back out and then the russians were there and they said bitch who the fuck are you and then he could have gotten fucked so i misunderstood this scene completely because i did not understand how hopper was alive i thought and i don't know why but i thought that whole thing with the upside down and the laser i thought the other side was russia for some reason so me I thought, too no no me too you thought okay okay i thought he ended up because they were and i was saying this too to captain falcon they were messing with the portal in russia 
before they came okay. Okay. to Hawkins. Right. So, and but that's why they came to Hawkins because the gate was weaker in Hawkins. I thought the blast flipped him onto the other side when it blew up in Russia. And that's how he ends up in a Russian prison. I would have appreciated that or him hopping into the upside down. Okay. Not him. Just, just <laughs> oh God, that's so much right worse. Again, Game of Thrones as fuck, wow. just like how Cersei died. That bitch could have moved three steps to the left and been survived, but she wasn't Hopper. That's the difference. That's insane. Wow. Now, despite, you know, the lackluster reveal of how so, he survived. I'm oh, sorry. What were you going to say? Go no, ahead. I, I, well, actually, I had a question. So, so he hopped to the side. The Russians came in and they flew from Hawkins to Russia. The Russians got out of Hawkins. BS. Season's before, worse now. Because remember, the <laughs> army started to raid Starcore. The army finally showed up. Right. So I don't know how the Russians made it out of the Starcourt Mall with him in tow without the army who was clearly there now. They would have intercepted. Know. Maybe Plot they hole. went into the Upside Down and then landed in Russia. I don't think so. However, well, we'll get to it. The little 30-second teaser at the end gives some insight that maybe the Russians do have a working portal or a gate. I don't know. But, uh, you know, yes, despite the lackluster reveal of how he survived, there were parts I found entertaining to the whole, I call it prison break. It was very prison break. If you ever watched prison break. Uh, also, you that know, about? it's about breaking out of a prison. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know, that Demigorvin gives me super Michael Schofield vibes. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) You want to go that route? Okay. Well, I thought it was cool that this prison is just beefing up this Demigorgon to, you know, do whatever. And and Hopper comes in and he's like, y'all are idiots. You're eating. You're not eating to get strength. You're eating to, you know, feed this dude Mm -hmm. because... He's, he's hungry. He's no longer like hunting for sport. He's hunting because he's mad and he's hungry and he needs to. I like the Demogorgon fight. I like a lot of aspects of the prison. The prison, though, like I like Enzo. And I don't know if y'all recognize Enzo. Speaking of yes. Game of Thrones. Yes. That's Jack and Hagar. You know, a girl cannot do this. A girl needs two faces. Or... Oh, snap. I didn't realize that. That is that's him. Serving face. Serving face. Good one. Some people didn't watch Game of Thrones yet. What? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, <no>. Falcon. <laughs> but um, you know also, they did not explain why the fuck they're feeding this Demogorgon. Oh, uh, Gorgon or whatever. Military why do they have purposes. it? Military. Why the fuck do they care to have it? Military. They were going to use it as a weapon. Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah. they were going to control that Demogorgon? Yeah, they just let it loose. It and then just yeah. drop that bitch into the United States or something. Yeah, yeah look how effective it is here. It's loose in the prison. They said they can't <laughs> stop it. Yeah, it's Which true. Which is BS, because I'm like, bullets? Shoot it? Right? Bullets don't work on a Demogorgon. Yeah. Do they not? I've never it's seen a bullet like work fire. on the Demogorgon. I thought the Fire, Demi- yeah. Fire. Fire and L. Right. I need to see them unload like a full like 
you know, yeah. be, because they all have like assault weapons in there. I there's no way that Demi Gore gets walking out yeah. of there. They're gonna do some clown stuff where like they're like aiming up or something every time they shoot at it while he's running straight at them. I don't know. They'll do something silly, but that guy had a lot of strength. I did because <laughs> I was like, yeah, these guys should be able to take him. There's like nine of them. They all got axes. <laughs> they could chop off an arm or something. Nah, this was like a human. This was like a humanoid demigorgon. Like this, this one, was like. Was this, this one bigger? Was it was fuck. bigger. It was much bigger. Okay. Yeah, muscles and shit. I yeah, said. Hopper said it was nine feet. This one was definitely like pushing ten. But also, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. So, I just so thought of a plot hole. The other one was small from season one. Smaller. Smaller, but still large. Right? Honestly, I need to compare yeah, them. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. the one from season For one. For some reason, because like small. when I think about the one from season one, and I probably just need to rewatch the season, I, I imagine him being like the size of like just a big dog. Like, I don't know. No. I probably need to. I, I I I likely need to rewatch it. That was like what twenty seventeen. You're thinking of you're, you're thinking of the demo dogs. I'm sorry. No, season one, the big one, Stop. the one that L fights, and then they say that oh, because they like killed it, that's why the gate opened or something. But that's not the real reason. When the L killed that, it, the one that she... L fought in the class, and then everyone thought right. L was dead. Right. Yeah. Right. Season one. Yeah. Yeah. Which... I feel. Like I feel like you're right. It, it, that one was pretty big too, and I wonder if it stood up. I think well, it did. Like a dog. I, what I wonder, actually, now two things. I wonder if it's the same one because the way L got rid of it is the same way. She, well, I want to save the revealed, like the big ending thing, to be the last thing. But part of me feels <laughs> it's the same Demogorgon. Um, Maybe there are Demodogs. Yeah, right. Demodogs is season two. Yeah. I forgot about that. Okay, that's what I was confusing it with. All right. I knew there were like tiny little ones uh, running around. So I was like, oh, wow, this one's really big. This one's like nine feet tall. Yeah, they have Demodogs, Demobats, Demo everything. Now, here's here's my here's my plot hole that I just thought of. In season one, the Demogorgon could open a gate and go to and from the upside down whenever it smelled blood. Why is this Demogorgon just chilling in this prison? Free food. Yeah, it smells blood. Wait, um, whenever it smelled blood? Yes, that's how Jonathan and Nancy lured out the Demogorgon in season one. And they got that little that, that little portal in that tree, remember? One, yeah. One, Ooh. they went to the portal in the tree, and they did it in their house. Right. Yeah, Stranger Things, you fucking up now. <laughs> there are plot holes. See, because I, I thought know. there was a plot hole with um, L and number eight, but then Grandmaster Hoob and Cat Falcon fixed me because number eight wasn't there when she, like L killed all those kids. Also, side note, with the thing that happened in Texas and then putting that, uh, Netflix was smart as fuck to put that disclaimer because oh. let me tell you, it was gory. That first scene, I was like, woo! Y'all coming in hot and like from well, the beginning, they just started like at 100. Well, it was good to put it there because you didn't know what happened and it yeah. looked like it could have been a that's cool, a shooting. Yeah, yeah, so, no, it was definitely smarter than to put that disclaimer. Um, what do y'all think of Murray, the bald eagle? And like, uh, <laughs> I thought he was funny, 
uh, Murray, the Russian? No, 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 no Murray. Can't speak Russian. The karate guy. He can guy. speak Russian, yes. Yeah. I He's thought he was funny in certain He's scenes. A- there were some scenes where I was like, the silliness is getting out of hand. Like when they're Not on the seen. plane uh, with Yuri and they're flying and uh, Yuri has a gun pointed at Joyce. And instead of Murray just attacking this man, he does this whole skit thing like, my fingers are like spears. And, I'm like, <laughs> and he, waits for, he waits for I Yuri to turn around. Like, it was funny, but I'm like, come on, man. It's kind of pulling me out. This guy could kill you. It's Cobra Kai. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> it was a little really, too silly. I thought it was really funny. So it was very, like, on brand with his personality. Like, normal people would attack this person, but he has to do a whole thing. Kind of like, I feel like that's something Grandmaster would do. You think if I someone's think pointing a gun at you, I'm going to stand there and be like, my fists are bricks. You yep, would start weaving oh, uh, ninja sure. hand signs This bitch would be like the boulder. Is oh, absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Go, I am nothing yeah, but a teacher. Like, tuck and roll, tuck and roll, tuck and roll. <laughs> just run away. <laughs> not, no, no. I wouldn't I be on that. It. I wouldn't have drank that coffee. I knew from the moment that they drank that coffee. That was suspicious as hell. Yes. Yeah. Why does he got coffee ready for these people? Because no. it was cold as fuck. Cold? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's I a didn't warm trust. cup of Joe. Now, <laughs> I will say this. He was very inviting and he was very funny. He was like, my mother's dead. <laughs> dead of being something. <laughs> 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 I am Russia. This is how we joke. He's like, we don't have peanut butter in Russia. It's over he's, there. It's $10. I sell it for 30 I make profit. Well, he's the peanut butter smuggler. Right. He was That's funny. Ridiculous. But he was he's funny. Peanut butter smuggler. I don't trust him more than I could throw him. I don't know why they were so quick to trust right. this dude. Like, oh my gosh! And let me tell you how Hopper got out of the um, the prison by like he's like break my foot. I said Hopper, you a fucking G because bitch no. that shit right. must have yeah, fucking squeamish. Hurt. Squeamish. First off, I, I it's give... freezing fucking cold. Your bones are fucking cold as shit, and then you're gonna get hit by a hammer on that it, top of that. And it's I'll broken the for the rest of the time, no? It's broken for the rest of the time. Yeah, okay. Also, plot hole. How yeah. the fuck does, does that shit heal so fast? He is standing upright, you know, square feet, ready to fight a demigorgon. How, how are you running with your foot that swollen? There's no yeah. way. <laughs> the the cold numb the pain. Oh, I'm, it could be. Yeah, but then he should have frostbite because right. he was barefoot. <laughs> Yeah, uh-uh, hell no. That shit was just crazy. The fight scenes were good, though. When um, when it's Hopper versus just that one guard inside the cabin, not the one he knocks out, like the actual fight scene, I said, oh, yeah. wow, y'all are, like taking y'all time and like like just quiet, just beating the shit out of each other. I said, okay, this is cool. They definitely that took their nice. time with this one uh, for sure. But um, Hopper, I, I agree. The prison scenes and stuff, they were... Okay, it, it was just a reason to get like Hopper to come back um, and to give everyone else some type of story while everything was happening, I guess. Right, so. it was definitely give Joyce, Joyce needed, you know, something to do 
other than cry or worry about Bob or Will, you know. Um, you know, it's funny because those characters think that the other ones are just like at home or mm-hmm. on a business trip. <laughs> They're fighting for their lives. I think that's yes. silly. I, yes. I, I, I do give credit to Joyce, though. Um, she is a strong character. She has stepped up every season, too, because, you know, I feel purposefully in season one, they make her to be kind of this weak girl. And then when she starts coming into her own, as far as the mystery behind the upside down and finding Will and doing it, whatever it takes, I think she's come a long way. I, I do like Joyce as a character. And I think, I mean, if, for her name to be the first name that appears in the credits, she better deliver Winona Ryder. I think she delivers. I think it. I think even in season one, she delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that no, was, no, I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, that was the, I think that's the element why I think season one, at least for me, is the best one. Because I think Winona Ryder sold it. Um, like, just watching season one. Because, like, you have that element where you know as a viewer something is going on, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know the answers to these questions. Where's Will? Is Winona Ryder crazy? Is Joyce crazy? She might, <laughs> why is she, you know, um, this obsessed? And then, I, I don't know. She 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 did a great job. I loved her in season one the most. And she's great now. She's, she's even better. I concur. Um, I mean, we only briefly talked about Steve and Dustin and Lucas. Uh, no, we talked about them. We didn't really talk about Dustin as much. Well, he didn't really have a story. He didn't. Well, Dustin, However, had a, Dustin had a big story in season three when it was yeah. like he was the only kid with the Russians on this time. Mm-hmm. Dustin this season, though, is just like Nancy, plot armored as hell. And Dustin figures everything out. I like, was going to say, Dustin is the sure out is because Dustin. Dustin's just the smart one for some reason. This which, which I like for him. I like that for Dustin. Um, I also like his whole thing about Steve is getting jealous of Dustin hanging out with Eddie. And, you know, Steve doesn't want to be the babysitter, but here he is like... I like what they're doing What they're doing with Steve, though, because in season one, he's like this hot shot with Nancy, and he is... I didn't like him in season one. Oh, correct. I really, yeah. I hated him in season one. And now, like, you see him kind of getting to know Robin and all of that and him taking kind of taking the back seat and becoming the babysitter and he's mad about it but <laughs> he's know, accepting he loves it he loves right. it right yeah, that's it that's a front Steve can fucking get it period oh I say Steve <laughs> character growth here we go and control yourself um, when he took off his shirt and the bats were eating him I said get your bats you want to be the bats uh uh-uh, uh <laughs> hell no what the fuck <laughs> Which, call it. That that was a really cool sequence. That whole bit where they're in the upside down and they're trying to get them out of the upside down and they use the the bright light and they're spelling things out. I thought that was out. cool. That was I thought nice. it was I thought it was cool. And then um, follow the uh, lights when they saw each other looking upside down. Oh, that's why it's called the upside down. Well, yeah. Hello. I mean, was there ever a scenario where we actually saw it being upside down? Well, we never seen a portal. We never seen a portal. Besides this season, was there ever a scenario where they visibly saw it actually be? They called it upside down because they were comparing it to their Dungeons and Dragons um, game, right? 
they did because it was just, I think it was in season three where they let or where Will the little thing uh, the mind flare the mind flare was about to get him but they like show the school and then they turn the camera upside down and it's the mind flare trying to oh that's right no that's right so hole though um the vines in season two when this motherfucker falls down. In the upside down, what's his name? Hopper. He just falls straight down. But like now, like when you fall down, it like turns you around. Oh, that wasn't a gate though. They're not in the upside down in season two in those tunnels. Okay. That's the You're that's right. the upside down seeping. You have to go through an actual gate. Oh right. You're right. Right. No, okay. they were upside down because the portal was right side up, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. But um the the bike sequence was really cool too where they're all on the bikes and the camera does that flip and shows them on the bikes on the upside cool. down right very yes. very nice touch um oh are we gonna get into the fact that um this dad is um alive again which or whatever l's dad okay okay hold up that's okay once we start talking about okay. that that's our that's our last bit we haven't One talked more. about l <laughs> no we're about to it's our no i know talk. I know. But one character, last character I think we really haven't talked about, who I think is a great addition, is um, the sister, Lucas's sister. Oh, Erica. No, she's only been there since season two, but then they gave her a starring role in season three, and then she's starring again in season four. Okay. You can't spell Erica. I can't spell America without Erica. Look at Erica. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dr. Rika. But I, I love Erica. Uh, when she came into the Hellfire Club, saying all that stuff, I don't know what she said. I wish I'm going to write it down one day. I'm just going to use it. I loved her in season three. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. No, she's a strong, she's strong and opinionated for sure. Like this season four, when they have the town hall and she's like, bullshit, Hellfire is just a regular fantasy club. I was like, little girl, you got some werewolves, bitch, because. <laughs> She just was coming the fuck out, swing it. And I said, you know what? She's smart. But you know what's cool about her? She may be a bitch. She may be a bitch. But the second Dustin and them explains to her, she just believes them and then she'd be helping out. She's like, let's go. And they just grab bikes and she's just about it. That's what makes her cool. I think she was waiting to join the fray. She's tired of being on the sidelines. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I want to be a main character. <laughs> right, I'm in the star <laughs> building. Let me do something. Yes, but I, I I like her a lot. I I hope we see more of her in part two, even if it's just for some witty dialogue. I'm okay I with it. Like I feel we like we will. What, She's I feel like, that's what the children yeah. are mostly good for is their dialogue. She's funny. I love her. She's funny as hell. She's silly. I mean, Lucas didn't do much. He just. Lucas had some good scenes with Max. I like Lucas and Max. That might be my favorite ship, actually. Um, however, the all of them suck because Max was going through it. Right, and they were not there for They her. were not there for Max. Like, it didn't take until Max was about to die for them to realize Max needs some friends. But know? Lucas goes there. He said it. He said, he's like, he's like, I see you, Max. But no, nah, Toasty got it. Toasty about to come no, in. No, but like that's an issue. Like, Slay like Toasty. This is a mess with the show, they don't really explain how the characters stop talking to each other. This was a big group of friends, and 
and for us it's been three years but for them i think it's been like five months because they're yeah so yeah it's between three and four it's been like five months which is total bs like you don't go from being good friend with a group of people to just split like this in three to four months to the point where there's no interaction whatsoever between a group of people that's been to hell three times before that so i really hated that portion and even the nerds that joined the hellfire group with eddie the rockstar looking guy why were that why were they not talking to her it's not like they were the popular kids and they had too many friends no they had a lack of friends most of their friends were actually seniors that were graduating so they didn't even have friends in their own classes so it's not like they had too many friends to count on yeah lucas at basketball which you know you can say he was at practice every day doing other stuff he got distracted but the other have no reason whatsoever and i just felt like for me it felt like it was a couple years that's what it felt like it felt like it was really them they were in middle school and it fast forward to them being juniors or seniors and they had not spoken since they got to high school oh but, you know that is that's the um what's that show on my block they did that on my on my, on my block, block with the uh the, season the last season yeah the last season yeah. i haven't watched the last season yet yeah but there we go in their defense though in high school and middle school like these changes are so rapid with kids that they change so quickly i just feel like you like it is plausible with it i do understand when it came to like lucas and max because max broke up with lucas like after her brother died or whatever and then lucas was like i should have like been there more for you and stuff like that but um and they were still friends max dustin and mike but like like no, not Max. Lucas, Dustin, and Mike. But Lucas was like basketball and like trying to keep the Hellfire Club under wraps, remember? Um, yeah. And not be there. So, I mean, I think that it was like within the realm of possibility of them like doing it. With, but like with kids, again, like one year in a kid's life is like so, so much happens. So remember, it's like it's three months. Like it's really summer vacation. And it's not like they go to a big school. It's Hawkins. It's a small town. It's not like they don't see mm -hmm. each other. Literally every season they have one attraction in town. It's probably like the bar or the movie theater. Because the movie theater was the main place <laughs> to go last season because it was the new place in town. They had nowhere else to go. Oh yeah, the so, mall. Yeah, like the, I feel well, like the movie us, theaters like, and the mall. Yeah, yeah. In the mall. Yeah. So like for our generation, if I want to hang out, like hypothetically, you can live in the same city as your friend and never see them outside. But for them, like, come on, y'all. Like, this is a town of a thousand people they're going to run into each other. Like the fact that there's zero interaction between them aggravated me. And even Will, he went off on Elle's Mike. boyfriend. I don't remember his name. Mike. Like, Mike. Mike. He went off on Mike for never sending him letters. What about the other friends? None of the other friends at any moment decided to contact Dustin, Dustin built a goddamn a satellite radio to speak to his <laughs> <laughs> girlfriend. He literally forced his friend to climb a hill almost every day to talk to his girlfriend. <laughs> Yet in three months, he couldn't pick up a goddamn phone, which they have, to say, hey, buddy, how's it going? You okay? Peace. That's Forgot a very sick, good point. I mean, yeah. That is. nobody give a fuck about Will. And also, Will only mad about Mike because Will mm, mm. maybe likes little Mike. <laughs> <laughs> he is he, his jealousy is directed towards Mike. I do yes, notice maybe that. Maybe he was the one getting Angela to bully L. That's the plot. 
I'm calling it right now. Stop Will is the villain. Will is the villain. No. Whoa, I like that. <laughs> what? Yo, he's like, yo, I want you to bully my girlfriend. Yo, put, put yo, Will, in yo, the it's like Angela. Ooh, that's, that, Angela. that's some piping hot tea. Let me tell you. Ooh, great, and not, not, not now with Elle having her powers back, she's going to slap the shit out of him if that was the case. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with both of those. Like, I do agree with with um, Apex that, you know, for kids, like, one year is a long time. Even three, four months, like, is, like, crazy things that happen, you know? Um, but then I also went coming into this season, it did feel like it had been years. I asked you, I was like, how, how long has it been since the last season? Cause it seems like it's a long time. Why aren't they talking to Max? Why aren't they, you know? So, um, but I mean, they are kids. So, <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this too. When we talked in euphoria about how a lot of these things are peak for these kids yeah. and what may not seem uh, like a long time for us. Yes, it could very much have that profound effect in that short amount of time for these kids. For all we know, they could have been writing letters to Will and Will just felt some type of way because Mike never sent him a letter. Why is it Mike sending me letters? <laughs> but <laughs> um, you know, Dustin even, and Lucas crumpled in the corner. <laughs> listen, even if Mike did send Will letters, Mike is a bad letter writer. From Mike. From Mike. <laughs> Bro, Mike! <laughs> I think Mike's a Friends bad friend. Don't lie! <laughs> Mike sucks. Screw Mike. I hate Mike. Out of, out of the original squad, I think Mike's the worst. Yeah, 100%. His attitude is just goddamn aggravating. Every time he's on screen, he just pisses me off. Oh, let's like, not make this. There's some. There must be some oh, good about Mike. Mike. The boy has no No, there is something. There is something genuine and likable with every single other character. Lucas, likable. Dustin, what's, Will. What's your favorite? But Mike. Mike. But Mike. Mike said he loved L though last season. My all-time favorite line that I I always tell I always tell Grandma this I'm like, I'll dump your ass or no I dump your yes. ass. <laughs> that was my favorite scene. Oh my gosh, when she did that, I was Good. like, L, you dump his ass. She girl. she should have done it this time. <laughs> I I care a lot about you, L. Care, care. only care. <laughs> you haven't wrote in love for me and. Months, <laughs> I, which I, I is years feel, for us. They gotta, children. they gotta do, they gotta do something more with Mike than Mike just being the cheerleader for L. And I miss, I miss Max and L. Like that was that little friendship. Oh, the little, the, you know? yeah, that was a, that was, that was a, nice. yes, that was a welcome I like friendship. I love Especially friendship. if you go back and see, look at the scene where L knocks uh, Max off the skateboard. When she thought Max was flirting with Mike. Oh, that was great. I was like, ooh, petty L. <laughs> but um, here, oh, listen. That. We saved it. I think we got it. Well, we didn't mention Susie. Susie's scene was weird. I like Susie a lot, though. I want Susie to be part of the main cast. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, which one was Susie again? Susie, that's yeah. Dustin's girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah she yeah, was good. Okay. Oh, yeah. Susie's fucking ridiculous. When her fucking dad is like, oh... I did something bad and I changed his grade and the guilt fucking just killed me and I had to tell him this. And my boyfriend's not a Christian. I felt terrible. And I felt Agnostic, fucking, I think. Yeah, fucking. I was like, girl, 
Get the fuck over here. Go be fucking next Bill Gates, bitch. Why the fuck you worrying about this shit? <laughs> it was silly. Mm-mm. Hell Wait. no. Here we are. We can now, let's open the floodgate on the creme de la creme, which is, I call it the E.T. story. This is the E.T. superhero, obviously, science, sci-fi. L story. L story. Let this be our last little, you know, hoorah for volume one of part four or season four. Um, Man, Elle's been going through it. Yeah, we you know we talked about her being bullied. Um, she clearly misses Hopper a great deal, and that squirrel that lived in the cabin. Uh, mm. Joyce doesn't know how to dress her. Um, the greatest offense. The greatest you offense. Always come for the outfit. I'm sorry. They Hashtag made it justice for Elle's fashion. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, and then you know Mike comes and clearly you know it's not roses and daisies over there um yeah l's been going through it and then uh bam she gets hit with the whole arrest god she got arrested oh my goodness they did not need to arrest her handcuffs Uh, right i think that's a kind of traumatizing i would think um but bam we get the big reveal owen dr owen uh from season two says we got a thing to get your powers back uh bring them to the place in the middle of the desert and we get that big reveal here comes dr brenner dr brenner and the nina project i thought he was dead did he not get eaten by the demogorgon no he escaped season one well dr rica your mic is turned off i saw you i was just i too thought he was dead so i was like very confused. I thought, I he, thought was. he was dead too, and then I realized I was like, he escaped season one. He did or whatever. escape, and I was like, because they were like, oh, he's nowhere to be found or something. Um, and they never showed his body, so technically, you know, it's like could not be dead. But and if if you look on his face, I guess you can see some scars he from where scar. you were. The yeah. Demogorgon bit him, which um, is like, how did you, how did you escape a Demogorgon? <laughs> I don't know. Fight, fight it or something like what he's got some secrets he needs to tell hopper he fed it nugent it's okay no not not or i was gonna say vecna saved him but no that's another that's 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 an extension of this story well well let's talk about the nina project in general we're deep diving back into l's memories because there is a traumatic event that is kind of putting up a psychic block on reaching her powers again. Right. Um, so very cool thing to watch. We get to see all the other numbers and kind of the experiments uh, and the little tests they've gone through together. Um, like specifically what number two is a mean guy who I wants- like number two. Nobody likes number two. Number two had it coming. Um, yeah, totally had it coming. Uh, the, all, uh, I mean, all the ones who wanted to kill L had it coming. But you know, L that gets... was uh, oh man, I, what? <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> like which part? All of it. You didn't like the flashbacks? <laughs> I did not like the flashbacks. I agree. Oh, I the... It oh. was too long. I like the ending. What it culminated <laughs> to, oh. but I don't know. Like I think. 
and I know we're all over the place with like what uh, plot threads we liked. You know, some people like the California bit with uh, Hawaiian pizza, um, and some people liked, um, you know, the whole Nancy Drew segment. I, I did not like Elle's flashback scenes. I, I don't know. I, I was every time when the flashback scenes came on, it was just more of like um, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 11 except it's like 17 uh, kids saying pop but it's important because what's gonna happen is that papa right she's gonna get reconnected and it's all like it's like a redeeming story of like her suppressed memories and like all this stuff and it was a horrible guy but then she's gonna be like her real dad is hopper right they're gonna definitely there's gonna be some point i would assume that that's what's gonna happen, right? Or the government, since they broke that fucking guy and it's like, please just don't kill her, Papa will hopefully step in and take these bullets and fucking save Elle or some shit, well, you know? There's also uh, too, with that whole, you know, um, with the beginning, well, just with the beginning of the series in general, um, you know, they really wanted to recapture Elle because of how dangerous she is, but that massacre was not L, and they I think they always thought it was L mm -hmm. this whole entire time, right? And so now that they can, I think they can see her memories. Is that what's going on? That machine allows them to get a videotape. No, so I thought it was that he recorded like everything in there and mm -hmm. he's just playing the tape so that she to can jog her memory, right? Okay, yeah, and so then that's what it questions. That's why I question when he says, What have you done? And it's like the portal as opposed to like killing everyone else. Right. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I wonder if like that's what the dad really meant as opposed to like killing all his test subjects per se. Because uh, that's the portal from season one, side. right? What? Is, is that the portal from season yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I will say this. I'm on the opposite side of Dr. Jace in the sense that um, I did like the flashbacks. Because also because I am biased, Elle is my probably my favorite character in Stranger Things, um, but I just liked it because it gave so much story to like the lab and like all of it, and it does it's it's what tied up the beginning, obviously the twist at the end, but um, I don't know, I, I liked it because it was just like showing like all the different powers and different stuff that they could do, um, and just building on Elle's character because Elle to me, is the main character. Like, out of She's all... She's the main she character. Is. Yeah. I think she is the She is that bitch, period. So, like, <laughs> um, I liked it a lot. I did not expect the twist, but it's coming. Um, I don't know if we're going to get into that now. No, no, we're, we're, we're here. You know, okay. she gets... Cool. She makes Number friends. Number one? Well, well she one. makes friends cool. with the, the um, orderly here. who... It's I just... As soon as he said, you have something similar to my friend, number one, I'm like, you are number one, sir. Who's Oof, number I one? I did not expect that. But I no, okay. Rumor. So when she took the thing out of his neck, I was like, oh, his powers have been suppressed. He can't use his powers. He's about to let loose now. Now, did I think he was going to go and kill everybody? No, not at all. Which is kind of now, weird. Like, why did you kill everyone? Because he hates know. everyone. He why didn't he hate Elle? 
But there was a whole exposition in which like he described, there's like a deeper, there's a lot of different layers to this. Like one, he's like manipulating her, I think partially manipulating, partially finds some kind of kinship in her uh, as far as like her being stuck here, her having all these powers, but, but not really being able to access them. But he also has another agenda. Uh, so kind of all the layers are the friendly orderly who is Peter is also number one, but is also responsible for the massacre of the Creel family to which Nancy and Robin and the rest of Hawkins were looking into. And so he'd have these powers the whole time and talked about his agenda of like the world not really being in a way that he approved basically. And so he had this hierarchy of like who he thought were like, were good, it would construct a world that felt like it would be, you know, positive in his eyes, uh, which was about like amassing all of this power and, and, and whatnot, and then the people who wouldn't. And so anyone who didn't align with his ideals were gonna be dead, starting with his family. And so mm -hmm. I think, yeah, the massacre was a part of that. And the doctor was trying to replicate all of kind of his powers, which eventually led to all of these numbers but he didn't approve of that particular portion, which ultimately led to all of them dying. Uh, so it's all of these various layers of, like, he was never a good person in the first place, right. which just thwarted in his kind of agenda um, that started with like killing his family. Right, because you see him talk about, you know, humans, all they do is, you know, live, work, die. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, you know, he doesn't agree with that agenda, so he, is trying to kill people off essentially that do that <laughs> which i mean i don't agree with his methods but i i with his agenda it was too everyone had like ulterior motives or they were hiding something they were ashamed of they did something wrong in their past and that was what led him to killing his mother and father first i don't know what his sister probably could have done but i guess she had to go um his idea <laughs> I think she it was just born kill people, first. Man. <laughs> I think maybe the sister was subject to living as their parents did because she was raised with them. So she was just like, you know, I'm gonna kill you off too. You're gonna be doing the same thing as mom and dad. You. It was that line she gave when she went into the house the first time and she said, um, "Oh my gosh, it, uh, it's like a castle," and <laughs> and that just pissed him off. He said, "This like, is not a castle." <laughs> This is not no Disney movie. What do you, what do you think you are? He said, "Get over here, bitch." Uh, there's, Boom, there is up. some symbolism too, because his whole thing was spiders, um, and he was saying, you know, spiders are survivors. Mm -hmm. Specifically, the Black Widow kills its mate. Um, I don't know. I I can't say I I under fully understand his uh method to his madness i do like how it played out though but, i do understand like just it was eating away at him and then when he found out whatever he did about his father he was like they had to go and and i i i did okay i didn't think he was gonna be vecna at all i didn't think peter creel mm -hmm. was gonna be vecna but when victor creel was telling the story i will admit this and you can attest to this uh when they said my son fell in a coma and died shortly after that i was like oh he's alive 
The son is now, alive. I, I caught that part too, but I didn't think he was Vecna because yeah. I didn't mm -hmm. think Vecna was human. Right, I right, right. He right. was like some cre some monster. So I thought. You well, know, he is a monster. He is a monster, but I didn't think he was someone that fell into the. Upside he was. Down, he was from know? the upside down. No, he was put there by right. mistake, and then disfigured. And I think it's a really good twist, as far as you know the powers you know the superpowers of the show and then just combining it now with the what the upside down can do i thought they actually melded those two aspects of the show very well and why it makes so much sense that l can combat some of the powers that would be in the upside down because if this dude is at the heart of it all which we're starting to speculate you know then it's all psychic versus here uh, i believe vecna is the uh, bad all the the either the end all be all um with it but then i don't know because if there's season five then i'm like eh but um fudge he's just when they when they did that twist my mouth was on the floor first off pissed at myself for not getting it but second off i was like what a great way to like storytell and line this all up because there's just so much shit that's happened in the, the three seasons that the writers deserve a fucking bonus or a raise or some shit for tying that up because that really did and that's why i said like with those flashbacks of those memories it like was such a huge build-up because if honestly if that didn't happen i would have been like all right thank you for letting us know how l killed these fucking people <laughs> that was fucking useless so that's, like that's a that's a fair point it, it, was it was like a... this was really good and like it mm. just proved that she wasn't the monster you know she's just the fucking reason why all these people are killing everyone but um she's not so, a monster up until now was it always assumed that l slaughtered the whole facility yeah okay yeah because okay. they also because what they did they did it very smart is this they, a retcon no it's not it's, it's not. not okay um but they a did what? it very smart because they immediately when they showed the massacre scene um and then like the sign the the army the general is like talking about why l is so dangerous they flash to the scene where she like makes those people's eyes go back in their head in season one do you remember when she did that to a couple of scientists i, I, I think so yeah when they're about to shoot uh the the kids yeah and immediately you kind of think oh man well yeah in the beginning when they show the blood coming out of Elf yes eyes, yes yes you're like mm -hmm. oh she put so much strain on herself because she killed all these people right that's what you think you know so, so. you definitely believe l could have done that for sure but you're uh, saying that they showed scenes where in season one where she was doing that she did that before. We've seen her and turn people's eyes back and like in the facility when she was Just escaping. Like no, no, Vecna. no. She did that to the to people the in the school when oh. they were running away. Okay, right, right. In season one, where they were about to catch up with them, right before she sent the Demogorgon back, there were some guards oh, right, that she made. Right. Yeah, but okay, like so in in the flashbacks to where she's at the facility, they've never in shown her harming anyone no what, right? what no. they're talking about is that there was a flashback where the entire room it was full of dead people 
she turned around and her eyes were bloody. So you were to assume that she had killed everyone because her eyes were bloody. But now we realize that her eyes were bloody because she had just killed or I guess expelled Vecna. Mm -hmm. okay. We just did not Got have it. the But she's context. also mad. Yeah, she, she was, was mad. mad too. She looks angry. She looked angry. She looked mm -hmm. like she just had killed everyone. But again, we didn't know. We were just given that short two second clip, which was well made at the end of the day. So kudos to them. Yeah, definitely. It was good. I think that throughout the season, like you said, it was Game of Thrones, all different stories happening at the same time. But then Vecna was like, oh my gosh, this is how it all ties together. <laughs> so ties together. <laughs> no, it was very it's good how they tied it together. Like for, for Elle to be on the whole other side of the country and right. Hawkins being in Indiana and that be the connectivity well, now she's definitely got to go back, right. you know, and she's the only one who could, she stopped him before. He's probably a little more powerful now, uh, but I guess that's what we have to look forward to in volume two is their rematch, the rematch of the century. Yes. And it's like her atoning for causing all this problems because truth be told, if she had just, well, she just, if she didn't open the gate, um, Max's brother would have been alive, Billy. None of that, none of the upside down would have happened. You know what? I'm right. calling it she right did. now. At the end of the season, she's gonna jump into the portal and close it from inside of the upside down. Oh. And that's what's gonna Ooh, It's gonna end with her gag. and Vecna stuck inside. And the last isn't that is kind of what she tried to do in the first season when she when fought so. to get when the, the demigorgon because no, she I, just closed it. Oh, but, she but, ended but she, up, she ended up in the upside down. Okay, yeah, but that's you know what, what I'm. That's what's gonna happen. She's gonna end up again, and the next season is gonna be the friends trying to get her back or some BS like this. Like, cause I don't see it being another season without her being away. Like, Sasuke retrieval arc. Yeah, she can't. <laughs> let's go. Let's rescue L this time instead yeah. of L. Oh, this is L. this is Luffy versus Katakuri in the mirror dimension. L said think... he's mine. I think number eight's gonna come back. Oh, number eight. Which one's number eight? No, so number eight was in the rainbow room with Elle when they were babies. Remember her mother came back and was like, Jane, it's me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then, no, number eight was the brown skinned girl right next to her who escaped at some point. And now she's just running around Chicago with her Robin Hood band of thieves. Oh, the, uh, the, the, goth kids or bitchin. no yes. bitchin. yeah yeah bitchin. okay Honestly, i don't remember that but yes also, you do yes you do when when uh l was goth in that season two the scene oh, that you hate yeah <laughs> yes oh, that's that right cool, you know joining a force just to try to beat vecna well if l really does close the portal from the other side and gets trapped there the only other person they know with powers would be Earth. number eight so but also nancy um Nancy fell into the black space. Like, you know, like that one space that Eleven can get into? Oh, no, no. Nancy's in a trance right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she is. Vecna's got her. She's still, Was yeah, Nancy's still there with um, Steve. She fell into, like, the black middle space that Eleven uses to In her people. mind. But, but yeah, her, her body mind. is still standing there with Steve because they show it. She's like, he's like, Nancy, yeah. wake up, wake up. Oh, yeah, I would have been like, Steve, you better pick her ass up and throw her over. 
Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> put some, throw the headphones over, get her favorite, which oh, yeah. I does now, know, does that, yeah. you know? Eddie's guitar is right there. Eddie's going to play some riffs on the guitar, calling it now. Oh, also, I thought it was really cool how they said, how Dustin figured out that the portals were the dead people, like, that create gates. Mm-hmm. When cool. Vecna kills, like so then that makes me wonder the portal that's in Russia, which who did Vecna kill? And that's Russian over there. Yeah, no, something... the Russians, the Russians opened their own gate over yeah, there. Yeah, because you could open the portal yourself. You just need a right. big, powerful energy. So I mean, all this is in the earth. You yeah. could, yeah. Um... I, I mean, there's. Some, I don't know if they're gonna tackle it in the the volume two, but there's just some elements with Vecna that I'm kind of like, um, why? Like, like why is he? Because I think they even raised it. Why is he attacking teenagers? Innocent children. They, yeah. Yeah. they haven't. They haven't. Uh, they haven't answered that yet. That, but I know they but, brought it up. Because no, Dustin. Dustin said, was like, "What's his motive? Why is he? Yeah, only attacking teens, and that's what we're gonna probably find out in." volume two because he has only because, been attacking teens right, and, right and, now. and he's attacking people with guilt specifically and it looks like i mean there should be so many people with guilt in the town in the no. city the state gonna say i was robbing my childhood so i should also kill other people childhood or other people that are kids that is his logic he's just a but he killed his mom man. too that needs to move on yeah, that was personal. That was personal. Yeah, that was personal. <laughs> and Nancy's not a teenager anymore. Nancy's like 19. Technically, she's, she meets the quota. She, she meets she's quota. in high school. But is she in high school? No, yeah, she's yeah, one yeah, year. Sorry, she's sorry, one sorry. year out of high school. She she's is one year out. No, she's, two years no, out. She's, two years out. No, she's no. got like her acceptance letter for college. Oh yeah, she's in high school. She, she's in high school. Yeah, she works for the. She works for the high school paper because remember when they were in the upside down. The upside down is two years behind because she saw her chemistry notes and she said, "These are my sophomore year chemistry notes." You see, yeah. this is the issue with the and show. The kids look years. like they're in college or late high school, but in reality, those are freshmen and a senior. Na- Nancy's too grown. Now. Why, Why not Nancy and Jonathan chicken? been out of high school? No, they're seniors. No, oops. Yeah, they're seniors because Jonathan is waiting. That's the entire logic with them. Jonathan wants to be in the same college as her. Yeah, so then he's like, I went to community college. In the last three months, he went from being a nerd to completely falling off and just saying, I'm just going to smoke weed now. Forget education. Is and Steve he in high school? With her. Yes, he, Which one's he just Steve? works. Steve's in high I school. I think Steve Which is not Steve? high school. I think Steve was always one year more than Nancy. Mm-hmm. You know what? That would make sense. Oh, Steve, that's right. Actually, no, that would make sense because she didn't know Steve until she went season one, which shows that he could have been a year older and he was in high school before she went into high school. So that's what we the logic. Yeah, and they never shows and they never show Steve anymore in high school. Like they just show him always working at the movie theater now right. or the movie store. Right. But Robin is still in high school too, which I was confused too. I thought she was out too. But she's in the band, so clearly. She's still in high school. Right, yeah. right. Yes. But I don't know what they're going to do now with this next season. I'm excited to see if uh, when she sees Hopper, hopefully, that reunitedness, it's going to be killing me. Um, I, I, well, another surprise I would love to see is Nancy giving a fuck about Mike. Um, cause she never <laughs> does. 
ever in any of the seasons. She's never like, oh my God, Mike. She's always like, oh my God, Jonathan. So what the fuck? She's got bigger fish to fry. Mike can take care of himself. But um, is Nancy Gilt supposed to be that she's in love with Steve now and she you know, longer loves um, Jonathan? Is that the guilt that she has or is there something else? I don't Maybe. know. Um, we haven't. He might have just said, for, "Forget the guilt," um, and just you know, she's she's finding out way too much. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think he's just at this point. He said, "Screw it. Screw the uh, screw the whole guilt thing. I'm just gonna get these people." But I think yeah, I think the. Oh, say again. No, say that's gonna be a big part because now she's stuck between two worlds. She has Steve, who went from being a horrible guy to actually being the guy being around. And Jonathan was supposed to be the guy who saved her from an abusive relationship to now running away and not even talking to her. So that could right. be the guilt. And I mean, once they come back and reconnect, I'm calling it right now. Jonathan's going to kiss her. Steve is going to get mad. She's going to go after Steve. And that's it's not Steve. It's not Steve. I remember now. It's the girl. Oh, Barb. She's Barb. guilty about Barb. Because remember, oh, she's like, the friend from the first like, season. you killed Barb. And you know what I'm thinking now? Why they mentioned that they're stuck in the past two years? It, something happened on that day or before. That was that the day Will <laughs> got That's the day uh, Will missing. went. Yes. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, on that day, didn't Barb die too? Yeah. Um... Did she die the same no, day? No, 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 no. So. Barb did not die the same day. However, what when when they were in the upside down, it was the day Will disappeared. So mm -hmm. they're tying it back to the day Will disappeared, that maybe Vecna was able to start reaching out to Hawkins, and start you know. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I wonder if like that specific, like that's a specific thing, like that there's like a time. For like to loop them all in that some shit fucking happened that fucking day i'll tell you what they're about to add time travel with this whole part of the stop upside it. down stop it because that leads it's to it. alternate universe and like i mean I don't, I don't want let yeah, me no. not say time travel but the fact that that part of the upside down was stuck in that time and time had not moved it's gonna play into a part in the next in part so they're two it's gonna reset everything at the end they just no the no no button, not reset but like there's a reason there must be a reason why they're like whoa this is the same day you know i think apex yeah. is right when it's something big yeah other than will just getting lost in the upside down happened that day or maybe will getting lost in the upside down triggered something else with vecna maybe will is vecna <laughs> so if will is the end all be all that'll be a gag he's well, the main villain a lot of people are, and you know, here we are. This is kind of us wrapping up with predictions and whatnot. A lot of people are comparing Will to uh, Peter Creel, right? This Peter guy, Victor Creel. No, no, Victor's the dad. What's the name of Vecna? Vecna's name is Peter. Peter, right? sure. Peter. All right, they're comparing them a lot because uh, uh, there's a there's a side by side where Joyce is like. Uh, Will is a special boy. And oh, I've she, seen that. Yeah. Right. And then it was like they were saying Peter's a special boy. Yeah, sensitive. He's sensitive. 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 That's it. Yeah. Sensitive. 
And they so, meant sensitive in the sense that, like, well, at least with the um, with Peter, didn't he mean it like sensitive, like he could actually sense things, right? I think he was just that, super empathetic to things going around, things going on. He was aware him. because the way when he brought up the word sensitive, it was something where my boy Peter, he was very special. He was sensitive and he knew something was wrong in this house. Yes, yes. Same thing with Will. Yeah, I think that Do you think? somehow connect Will to Vecna because of, you know, him sensing when the mind flare is like there and then him saying, you know, he doesn't like it. He likes it cold. Like he's a part of him. He knows where the little um, things lead to and whatnot. There's going to be some type of connection to Vecna, I think. But I do also think that Vecna is the end all be all for the mind flare, the demogorgon, all of that. Those are the all the end all be all. Yeah. But that the means they general. can't kill him off if he's the end all be all. I don't think they're gonna kill him this season. Well, remember they said um if the demigorgon's the foot uh the foot soldier, then Vecna is the five star general. Yes, yeah. but the five star general to the mind flare, they still think the mind flare is top dog. I don't think he is. I think the mind flare is Vecna. I would think so too. Because why does, why, remember, okay, so, you know, Will obviously had a little piece of him left when he spat it out. And that was, uh, that was D'Artagnan. That was the, uh, the first demo dog, right? That grew up to be the first demo dog. Yeah. But why did the mind flare? Well, no, that was Bart. Dart, D'Artagnan. But it was like the mind flare, yes, Will could go back and forth between the upside down um in season two but the i i I feel the mind flare could have gone after anybody but you know i think there's more to kind of will's time in the upside down that they're not showing and even more because he's kind of like not doing something this season and then at the end they're gonna reveal but also yeah right now it's also well they're kind of building some animosity going on right now he is high key jealous of 11 and mike uh, and maybe, yeah, when he gets back to Hawkins, maybe, you know, Vecna will prey upon that and do something big. But um, I think I Will is the end all be all now, for real. Um, <laughs> very much could be. Which is a retcon. I think Will's going to bring the upside down up here. What about that? I want to fuse the realities together. Yeah, they're going to be some shit because, like, like that's just like will is like or will like really gets consumed in like vecna like 2.0 in this fucking day in the real world you know it's just like why like what is he drawing what is he because he's always was able to like draw like the upside down and like all this other shit calling it right now he's drawing the portal (laughs) is that or will or yo what would be crazy is if will is still in the upside down and the person that came back was not will Hell no. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Um, I, is that kind of like a plot hole? How, how did he get rid of the feeling? It just went away. When they killed the mind flare, it went away. Yeah. But they're it's all like connected, if they kill like the mind flare, then Vecna doesn't report to like he doesn't serve anyone. He's the final villain, right? I yeah. Right. I don't think um, the mind flare is top dog. I really no, don't. I don't so you either. just said he was top dog. 
No, they think he's top dog. You, th- you thought he was top dog. Captain Falcon the mind was saying, flare? I don't think the Mind Flayer is top dog. You said if the Vecna is the five-star general, then he reports to whoever's above that is That is what Which Dustin is says. L. That L is, is Dustin's, the end of y'all. That is Dustin's theory, and I said... And Dustin's been hitting every single point. No, he's wrong. There's no way... Vecna is more powerful than the Mind Flayer. Susie's the end-all be-all. Absolutely. No, L will be the end-all be-all. It's going to be just like Scandal when everyone it's, has to go up against Kerry Washington at the end. It I'm started tell with you her what. and it ends with her. Mike is yeah. going to die. Which is just die. like 11. One Mike is going to die. And <laughs> that's going to boost L's power times 100. This I mean, he's not Dragon really Ball Z. I really wouldn't care if he died. He's going to die. Mike but, um, is not going to die. Yeah, I'm calling yeah, it out. I see it right now. Yeah, he's the more likely to die. One he of them kids is dead. Yeah, he doesn't have any story this season except for him dying. You think he's going to die this season or in the yes. final season? Yeah. No, you think he's either going to kill him in this season? Yeah, yeah I, I can see it so, now. I could see Mike or, or any character? You mean Mike. Mike. Specifically Mike. And at the end, it's gonna be them looking at the painting, and it's gonna be a painting of their friend group. Yep. That's what it is. Oh, it's a painting yeah. of their friend group, and they're the gonna cry. Too, and they're playing Dungeons and Dragons and shit. Yeah, they be like, "That was this project, or us as a friend group. Let's always be friend guys." Oh. But that's why I also think that he makes Will makes a bunch of the people on the upside down because Will plays Dungeons and Dragons, and all these fucking players are all Dungeons and Dragon characters. But then I was like, he didn't make Vecna, so that's where it's like falls out and stuff. But I, that's a good one. I definitely think it's see the friendship. Like, it's a friendship circle. And now it'll never be because Will is dead. Kumbaya. Not Will. Mike is dead. Yeah, they haven't killed off any of the main group. I think they need to kill someone off to be like... Oh. You guys want to kill children? No. <laughs> the yes. closest they got was Max. <laughs> and if they didn't do Maxin with the flashbacks and the <laughs> the running and just no. They're... I, I don't think they're going to kill anyone. If they kill off Nancy, oh my gosh. If there's not not a body, they're alive. Nancy's going to make it. They can kill Nancy. I mean, they might kill Nancy, yeah. (laughs) But I'm calling it, yeah, I think they're about to kill off somebody for sure. They just kind of needed to go into the final season. But um, Volume 2 comes out July 1st. First. First? First, first. Oh. It's only two episodes. It totals, but, I think. But but what? oh, the length. I mean, you said only only like two episodes. Hours. Oh, I was gonna say it totals two hours and like thirty six minutes, which Wait, is essentially I just a movie. no. That's one no, episode. That's, one. that's two hours. No way. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's one like a five hour. It's like a hours? Batman versus Superman movie. Get keep, ready. Keep Get discussing. I'm looking it up. All right. Uh, I'm I'm just saying. Uh, we got a lot to look forward to. A lot's gonna go down. Too much. In these final two episodes. And if they're hey, if they're movie length, I'm great. I'm fine with them being movie length. Uh, I, I don't have the attention span for this. Oh man, it's a I movie. You watch it like a movie. I just I get uh, that season was so hard to watch. <laughs> because this, because I think they split it up like this because they got very this this filming started in uh, 2020. And from January 2020 and finished in September 2021 because there's a substantial gap between when they started, stopped, 
and when they started again. But they couldn't just split the last part into three or four. Oh, okay, I got it. Uh, episode eight is one hour, 25 minutes. Episode nine is two hours and it's 30 four minutes. Hours. It's a four-hour movie. That's fine with me. I'm it's great with that. Movie. Watch That's one Friday. Hours. Watch one Saturday. It's nah, man. Listen, yeah. This is Breaking Dawn part one and two. This, uh, yeah, they were essentially. pushing it. They were pushing it with an hour and 10 minutes this season. They got the money. Just, what can what, what is so prideful about movie. splitting it into just two separate episodes? Mike is gonna die. They Listen, just it, they just want to be extra. They just want to be been, extra. That's all it is. It would is. make sense that this was the last season ever, but there's Thank still you. no other season. Watching it out of obligation is if what I'm saying. Season five <laughs> is gonna be five hours long. If episode you, one, five hours. Just if you want to pause it. Halfway through each of those episodes and say that's an episode by all means. If I, I pause it, I'm stopping the writing room. I am so glad. Yeah, if I oh, pause no, it, I'm, I'm not going watch back. I'm pausing it sitting. and I'm walking away. Yeah, I'm watching it. Once we're watching it. No, we're not. I'm going over to tell Apex's him, house. Tell him no. Tell him no. <laughs> you fucking invited. Just kidding. <laughs> but you know, my ass going to sit there and binge the shit, and I'm going to be like. Got it. And that's why we need to watch, because I can't stand when people know the ending. Myself, and I don't. Myself and Romeo will be watching it in parts. Ew. Good. The the correct way. Ew. Either way, I think, you know, we discussed just about everything. There's a lot to look forward to come volume two, and I would hope we all come back for our take on volume two. Uh, I won't ask you all your final thoughts, because I think I understand where all y'all sit and what we want and what we need out of this volume two. Sure, All I gotta episode. say is they really better set up season five great. So that's all I gotta say, but- um, You want this to set up season five? If there's a final season, I don't want them to just- Well, I'm every season- to, I'm every trying season to end has, this. Come on, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what I say, no, no, I know what you're saying. You're like, it's like just kind of, oh, there's a new baddie. No, if, I want this to flow into the next season. Okay. If they kill off Vecna and bring another creature, I'm done. I'm going to be done too. Yeah. Right. No, you're not. No, I mean, I'm not, but I don't think, I don't think it gets better For than the Vecna. Record, he, Grandmaster Hoop said that he'd be done and you go and catch him on this podcast <laughs> and he's going to be like, oh my God, this was the best thing the writers could have done ever. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they retconned like 20 plot lines. I don't care. Greatest season. You can ever. quote me all you want. Oh uh, my gosh. That nothing compares. <laughs> whatever. Listen, um, that's it from us here at the Yonko table. Uh Stranger Things, volume one of Stranger Things 4. Go watch it now. Catch up by the time volume two comes out, July 1st. Sit in with us, and you know, you can always join us in. The comment sections of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, catch us on TikTok for some more quick takes. Uh, we had a full house tonight. I'm your host, Grandmaster Hoop. Fellow Yonko, Dr. Chase Attorney. Supernovas, Captain Falcon, Toasty, Apex, and the actual real Dr. Rika, who got her doctorate earlier today. Shout out to Dr. Rika. But hey, that's it from us here at the Yonko table. We'll catch you on the flip side. We'll catch you in the upside down.